Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Big talk, big opinions. Ow! 10.03 on summer days in the morning with Stephen McIver. 9 through midday. 10 to 2 here next week. Looking forward to keeping you company and, and, and bringing you and sharing stories. And, but you've got to be part of it, right? This week, 0800 150811. If you want to watch Parker Chisora 2 for free, thanks to Sky Sport now, get on the phone now, 0800 150811. In the meantime, it's good morning, Jamie Wall. Good morning, Stephen. Good to be talking to you. Yeah, likewise. And Wurzel, Dave Wurzel, how are you, buddy? Is Dave there? Are you, are you awake, Dave? Hello? Are you there, Dave? Okay, well, Jamie, you and I will talk, we'll figure out the day. Hey, talk to me about uh, the F1. I love F1, right? So I, I stayed up, so I've had bugger all sleep today. What did you make of the finish? Oh, I'm still processing it, to be honest. Wow, uh, you're, proce- biggest, you're processing I'm, it. I'm, uh, well, uh, it kind of feels a bit yeah. like an America's Cup kind of situation, to be perfectly honest. Just going a little bit faster. Yeah, that was I good. I heard something about America's Cup coming through there. Well. Hang on, hang on, Dave. You're on air now. Settle <laughs> oh, down, man. Just you, We got you, Dave. Just settle down. Just, I'll get you in a minute now. Okay, so carry on, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I feel I saw a good tweet uh, earlier where... Um, Someone's finally said that if uh, one might have cracked the American market by taking the American sports approach of just making up the rules as they go along. So that's, oh. that's why I'm still trying, kind of figuring out exactly what, what's happened here. Wow, and, um, wow you I think there might be, a few more, might be a few more days of, um, of, of news of the story to come out because I can't, I can't really get my head around what exactly happened. But what a finish, though. I mean, what an amazing uh, theatrical, cinematic way to... Um, to, to get this done in a, in a season where F1 has really uh, branched out and reached a whole lot of new fans. And, and this is just going to keep people talking. So it's a really fantastic thing for the sport worldwide. And, so. Jamie, it needed to. It needed to because uh, it was getting stale. And they'll go to brand-new cars next year and hopefully be more competitive. What did you make of it, Wurzel? Well, great to see a just like that. It's fantastic. I mean, you couldn't hope for anything more. It's almost as if it was pre-rehearsed, uh, but not. The thing that's happened this season is that the Americans have bought it, the uh, owners of the Atlanta Braves, and what has happened there is they've taken over the marketing as well, which is something that uh, Bernie Eccleston was trying to do was to get into the market in the U.S. because everybody wants in there. They've already got the Middle East, so they know that. Uh, into China, well, that's always an interesting thing. But to get into the U.S. with a marketing team behind you that do the Braves and several other uh, sporting companies is fantastic. What they did, they started promoting... Uh, 
the rivalry between Verstappen and also uh, Hamilton, hmm. then they started getting a buy-in from the rest of the drivers as well. So you have to have the buy-in when you do this sort of marketing. And it's, it's latched on a little bit. It's still small in the U.S. compared to um, you know, NASCAR, but it's got a foothold again are you, are now. You, are you calling this, this finisher marketing stunt? <laughs> I'm saying it was almost like it was. Oh, my and goodness. Having lived in, no, no, having lived in the U.S., I would almost call it that sometimes these things do happen. However, I'm not saying this one was. I'm saying it was almost like it was, but it wasn't in the end. It was a fantastic finish. However, this is how marketing works in the U.S. This is how it works in sports <laughs> marketing in the U.S. Why do, you think this, why do we think that the U.S. has got anything to do with this finish? That's my question. I'm not saying it definitely did, but it was just perfect the way it finished. Okay. I'm not saying it was too perfect. It was perfect, though. Uh, well, you can, they, they are crediting Drive to Survive on Netflix for opening up the American market. But I think the most important thing we have seen, guys, is as we see in any sport, you need rivalries. Right, you need rivalries for guys that are outspoken, and both Jamie Lewis Hamilton's outspoken in various areas, and Max Verstappen is just young and opens his mouth and says what he thinks, and he doesn't give a toss. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're good TV, you know, they're good content, yeah. um, and and they're young and they understand that. Uh, and I think just picking up on what what Dave just just mentioned there, and I, I understand what he's saying about how it almost seemed seemed contrived to um, get people interested in it, but. I think what they've done with Drive to Survive and with this uh, highlighting the, the rivalries that you that you just mentioned mm. and highlighting these individuals is a real blueprint. And and if I could just shoehorn rugby into this, is you know we've heard year after year of how you know the US is this big untapped market that they've got to get into. Well, this is how you do it. You, you don't just take a product that, that that we've got over here and just give it to them and say, oh here, enjoy this. You need to come to meet them in the middle, or at least go to them. Uh, with something like this, that people that grabs people's attention and does it in a different way. Can I can I and can I just it, say, rugby in America is a hundred year plan. That is a hundred. That will never crack it big time. It will always. Oh, no, be, no, no, it no, will no. never. Be, it'll always be a niche sport, right? Not at all. But but, but I think uh, the point the point I'm trying to make is that like you know you have to try something different and at the moment um, you know you almost have to kind of try something different in, yeah. in the existing countries that rugby yeah, has look, because, and, uh, and, and uh, the, of the lack of and the amount of money involved in the F1 is ridiculous okay uh, Wurzel yeah. Breakers 0-3 not the greatest start I saw uh, bits of the South Melbourne game I think it was Friday a little bit of yesterday's game uh, wasn't impressed because they look yes they're without some heavy artillery but they just look a little directionless well, they shot the lights out in the first half, and then it, uh, I think they turned the lights out on themselves in the second half. I mean, they were just doing seven and seven from the floor from three-pointers, and uh, that uh, Bisson, he got about six uh, out of seven as well from the floor from three-pointers. These guys went nuts in the first half and led by 19. Second half, I think they forgot how to play. I don't know what they did there. I mean, they've got one injury with their American import. They've had Abercrombie's can be out for a while. Uh, we're back in now, or coming back in. Uh, they've had issues, obviously, with COVID, etc. The, the only problem is, it's all very nice to say that we've had all these issues, but in the end, no one gives a shit. They just want you to win. Oh, completely. And, I mean, um, and having Rob Lowe on the bench intrigues me. Why are they not using him more? What's up there? Yeah, I, that, that's, that's a little bit unusual because, I mean, he, he is a strong man. Uh, he is a bit of a leader on the court. You know, doesn't necessarily say much. He's always been that way ever since he was a junior. But, you know, he, he's a big man. He's a, he's a seven-footer or thereabouts. And they need a big. So I'm a little bit disappointed in this start. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, they need big. Um, 
Yeah. Jamie? Yeah, yeah, it is very disappointing, and um, especially considering that they were up by, I think it was 19 at one stage in that game, and... Um, you know, like if I could chuck in another metaphor in there, it's like they—it's not just that they ran out of gas in the second half; they pretty much just turned the engine off. Uh, I haven't really seen a, a performance uh, like that this year, where um, a team's just gone from good to bad so so far. They were outscored fifty-two uh, twenty-six in their second half, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's and that's unacceptable, and and they know that though. Like, I, I don't think. Come on, Jamie. Throw a rugby really metaphor gonna... in there. <laughs> oh, no, I'm already, I've already shown enough of that in, in here, and uh, you know, this close to Christmas. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I think that I, I think that you know, the only way they can't get any worse from that second half, I can tell you that much. And um, I think that having Abercrombie out is, is really hurting them. Yeah, um, leadership, so, Le- leadership. Yeah, For me, it's yep. leadership, Jamie. And you know, we can we can talk about all the different things, but you need to be led, and he is the perfect leader. Uh, Olympics. So, LA twenty twenty eight. Thinking of dump, dumping weightlifting, boxing, and modern pentathlon. Uh, I'm not really interested in modern pentathlon. I am concerned of losing weightlifting and boxing. The reasons are pretty obvious: fixing and boxing, and doping and weightlifting. What do you think should happen worse, or do you keep them in, or get get rid of them? No, I'm happy for them to go, and that's that's strange for me, considering I was uh, in Rio for the boxing and had to cover that for the uh, IOC. Uh, but there was just you you couldn't believe some of the things that were going on behind the scenes there, which we couldn't quite report on because we weren't allowed. Um, and it was just diabolical. You know, we even said to the, well, the officials, so-called officials from the Boxing World Federation, said, "What's this?" And they said, "Oh no, no, it's all fine. You know, really, really." And, and it was almost like. I was expecting an envelope to be passed. In fact, there was happening, actually, but that's beside the point. Um, there was so much crookedness, and no one could actually explain how, how results were, came up with, because <laughs> yeah. there was just, there's no way that me against, uh, me against someone else was going to win. How was I going to win against a guy who's seven foot, but I landed not even one punch? Oh, no, but you won. Well done. Thinking, hang on, that's okay. not supposed to work. So, yeah, so, so, for you it was pre- so for you, it was pretty obvious. Yeah, and the same in weightlifting. Look, working with the weightlifters in New Zealand doing their uh, their uh, nationals last year, um, you know, it's a shame because some countries try really, really hard to be as straight and as, to be as good as possible. And then you look at other countries, and we can name them if you want. But you know, you look at Kazakhstan, look at a lot of the other stands and Eastern Europeans. It comes yeah. down to the people who govern those countries. Rishi Patterson said exactly that. Jamie, what do you think? Do you keep them in, throw them out? No, no, I'm a, I'm a huge boxing fan. I love watching Olympic boxing. Um, so don't get me wrong, it's, it's a great, great sport. But Dave's 100% right. It, it, it's, it, it's somehow even more corrupt than professional boxing. Um, and I've had plenty of uh, warnings over it. And, I mean, this is, this is not new either. This, this goes way back, you know, you remember in uh, 1988, the uh, Korean uh, fella getting um, uh, one over, oh, who was it, the Racing Pro. Uh, anyway, it, you know, it's not new. Um, and and I've obviously had plenty of warnings, and and their the luck's just finally run out. Oh, it's an absolute shame. It's it's a real it's a real shame because it, it also pulls back the curtain on what happens in sports like this. So if you think, well, bo- if boxing's like this, well, what's happening in all the other sports? And obviously, weight li- weightlifting's had the curtain pulled back as well. Oh, yeah. And there's massive do- doping issues in there as well. Uh, and it's a shame because uh, you know it's a sport where. You know, New Zealand has a bit of a vested interest. We've had success in there in the past, and um, obviously there's a lot of um, interest in it this year for, for other reasons. But you know, it is something that New Zealanders would, would usually tune into uh, in, in a lot. Yeah, I know. So, 
Yeah, it's a shame, but it's, it's, it's unfortunately, I feel like it has to be done. Okay, one quick fire question for both of you. Best sporting moment of the year. Jamie? Oh, a uh, hard uh, toss-up between uh, Asia's uh, 10 wickets yep. um, last week uh, or the Black Green Sevens winning the gold medal. At mm. the okay, Dave? Okay, there was a heat, but I'm going to say Paul Cole winning the British I knew you would. (laughs) (laughs) I knew knew you were going to say that one. Gentlemen, Dave Worsley, Jamie Wall, thanks so much. Happy Christmas, lads.